This is Cinemarchitects, where four future architects sit down, plot, draft, and design an awesome movie plot. Welcome to Cinemarchitects, everybody. I'm Robbie. I'm Austin. I'm Nate. And uh, we're coming at you with the long-awaited uh, Halloween special. Ooh, rising Ooh. from the dead. After a brief hiatus, we've returned with something real, real friggin' spooky for you. Yeah, I'd say. Spooky. Our like voices. Yeah. <laughs> our, our voices are very spooky. Our voices are back on microphone, and I don't think we like it. <laughs> it's like riding a bike, except... Not because <laughs> I don't remember what to do with my hands during the podcast. <laughs> All right, Austin, I believe that you originated with this idea. Why don't you throw it out on the table for everyone to hear? Okay, well, since it is the Halloween special, we have to do horror. I know we get, I know we get on you about that. We could so do a Christmas often, episode and throw it all off. Just, no, no. <laughs> know. Actually, this is a Christmas special, everyone. Jingle, jingle. <laughs> Give your gifts. Just kidding. It's night, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas 2, everybody. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're embarking on a, yet another ambitious claymation project. Indeed. Um, this will be more than just a podcast. This is the beginning of a, a very fruitful effort, we hope. Yep. We just, uh, we just bought the Play-Doh, and you'll see results in 12 this years. This is Shalloween. This is Shalloween. 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 Ripping off copyright. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Solid. Okay. Well, honestly, I'd be okay with it oh before the Christmas God. too. Um, I don't know what you'd do with that one. I mean, I think they kind of said all that was to be said. What happens next? Like, I wish we had New Year's Eve over here in Spooky Land. You know, I don't know. I don't know I what mean, they would add to it. But I, I, you know what? Maybe an original. I tell you, all those goth girls be super happy to go buy more Jack Skellington t-shirts. <laughs> I can need, tell you the that. The thing is, is you don't need another movie for that. No, Literally, that no. shit sells out now. I mean, itself. That, that's what built Hot Topic right there, that t-shirt. Seriously. That Seriously, t-shirt you are, built Hot Topic. You are Topic. correct. That you and are Invader Zim stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gurr never... Never ceases to be on the shelves mm. at all times. Yeah, and how many seasons did that show have? Like one? one? Uh, two or three, two? actually. Oh, okay. I can't yeah. remember. Still, yeah. <laughs> Sorry to derail you, Faustin. No, it's okay. I just, that tangent was well needed. It needed to be brought out there. It's true. About well, Scott, hot topic. It's, uh, it's six days after Christmas, and I don't have anybody to make out with on the eve of the new year. Oh, my Say, God. that gives me an idea. <laughs> What's this? Okay, keep. What's what's this? Do it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> idea time. So, this is in the future or near future or another dimension. Who knows? It's not present day. Basically, we have a sporting event, a high societal sporting event like cricket or polo. Something where they're all golf clapping, you know? Everybody's golf clapping. Oh, there's yes. no there's no rowdy fans We're or good. anything. I do say it's pronounced crikey. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yes. So, high society. At the end of this game, the audience, who are, who are all golf clapping, oh, get right. to... Uh, yeah. Vote. 50 points to Gryffindor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they get to vote. First two movies, Dumbledore, that's a good show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, rip. I believe it was the power of your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, I love that guy. It's so sad. Rip. Best Dumbledore. Like, Best oh, Dumbledore. Rip. But also, like, even in the movies, he just looked like he was about to croak on set. Oh, yeah. yeah he was, he he was, was like, going to fall over. elderly. That's for <laughs> sure. Oh, my gosh. That is for sure. Anywho, back to the story. So, at the end of the game, the audience gets to vote on who the most valuable player is from the winning team and the least valuable player is from the losing team. Ah. And once they choose those, the MVP goes after and murders the LVP. I don't know how. It might be a hunt or it might be literally just the LVP comes out and he just shoots him in the head. I don't know. Could be more gruesome than that. I thought it was some kind of cannibalistic ritual. Well, okay, yeah. We'll, we'll get into that. Anywho. LVP versus MVP. Exactly. It sounds like AVP. But it's <laughs> not. <laughs> but it's not. Five more movies, because... please. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll take my check, Mr. Ridley Scott. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that happens. And then afterwards, the winning team eats the LVP. And we'll talk about that later, uh, but I, was th- I wasn't thinking like a cannibalistic ritual, but we'll talk about that later. We'll figure that out. Anywho, that happens. But definitely the MVP eats the heart of the LVP Okay. in some weird ritual. Yeah. Ugh. I'm really grossed out by gore. Why do I have this idea? Kalima. I don't get it. Kalima. I don't get it. So he eats the heart one time. So this this team that that this MVP comes from is like very, very powerful, always winning, unstoppable, basically like Yankees circa early 20th century or Patriots now. You mean Yankees always go Yankees. Go Yanks. Are they in the World Series? I don't know. I don't watch baseball. I just assume that they always win. They are. I don't know. I like the twins, am I right? Mm. Oh, fuck. Fucking twins. Damn it. Rip Kirby. (laughs) Yes. Rip in peace. Too soon. Rip in peace. Too soon. Gosh. So anyways, so he eats the heart one time, and he's feeling a little weird. Mm. He's feeling a little weird. Like indigestion? Indigestion. God, I should have cooked that damn thing. Upset stomach diarrhea. Pepto. Yay, Pepto Bismol. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So he's feeling a little weird. He suddenly has bouts of uh, bipolar disorder. Oh, just just a bout? Uh, just a bout. Just a quick bout. A little bipolarism. Bout of bipolarism. And he's just feeling really weird until he, like, he realizes. Maybe he doesn't realize, but we, the audience, realizes that the mm. person that he ate is inside of him now somehow mm. and he's going to exact revenge this is where the slasher comes in exact revenge on the other teammates mm. in horrible disgusting ways as if he's possessed by some sort of lvp specter exactly mm. reminds exactly. me of uh, friday the 13th part 9 jason goes to hell very similar plot line is it really? It is, actually. Jason's in the very beginning, is caught by an FBI sting. They blow his corpse up, uh, and then what the remains are brought to some place, 
And one of the guys there who's doing the autopsy is like, I should totally eat this heart. And he does. And what? He becomes Jason. What stupid plot point. He becomes Jason. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. At least my plot point is a little more like there's a reason he's eating the heart. That makes no damn sense. It was because of the evil of Jason. I had to eat the heart. Oh, my God. <laughs> Man, I, did not, a, I did not even realize that was a thing. Well, now I feel like I'm ripping off things. You stole v- from Jason Ghost. <laughs> oh, how it. dare you? <laughs> there's a VHS case that I saw mo- uh, more at the freaking video rental store. I don't know what it was because... Oh, Jason Goes to Hell? I saw... Th- it was at child level every time oh, yeah. that I went there. And the, the flame background, little worm crawling out of the hockey The mask. worm, yes! Yeah, he's actually the worm if I, they find out at the end because like oh. it's like little worm things crawling around like, that's Jason! And he, it's like the alien if he gets into somebody, he that person becomes Jason. What? Jeez. I don't know. I gotta watch more of People those did more movies. cocaine back then. Oh my gosh. No, I do remember that from a video store as well because mm-hmm. that, that was a weird image. Mm-hmm. It also had a smaller little subtitle at the very bottom called The, F- the Final Friday. But it, was, really? it wasn't, it wasn't that, the Final but it Friday. Wasn't it wasn't that. Final. No. Nor was the final chapter. Friday the, Friday the 13th Part 5 was not the final chapter. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so many. By, time, by, by now it has to be Saturday, right? Uh, it has to be There are movies Saturday. actually where like it takes place during Saturday, but the title of the movie is Friday the 13th. Because like, it takes place... After the last one, so it is Saturday. The 14th. Oh, literally yes. just the day after. It's literally the day after. And so, yes, there are some of them that take place on Saturday the 14th, but it's not called that. Well, that's, that's dumb. dumb. <laughs> what? It's, it's stupid. What? It's dumb. It's it should not be as... called Saturday the 14th. What about Friday the 13th, the TV series? What? Yeah. There was a TV series? Yeah, and it didn't uh, have Jason in it at all. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I, I apparently need to... Be more up on my Friday the 13th knowledge. Can we advance our own stupid plot? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> our plot is better than fucking Jason Goes to Hell, okay? So fuck that movie. Gosh. Okay, so that's, yeah, that is basically my idea okay. in a nutshell. Let's flesh this out, shall let's, we? Yeah, let's flesh it out. Give it out. some skin. Yes. <laughs> okay, um... So, so in in terms of like basic story structure, we've kind of established who he is and what he wants, right? Yeah. So, like, I don't know exactly who the protagonist is in this because it's I, really I elect the, that it should be the slasher killer, the LVP, the uh, LVP slash MVP. Because, like, I don't know. It's it's kind of. I mean, I guess they are kind of the same character. I re- I realized a little bit while I was thinking this out that like, um, the the way I envision this movie going is a little like Venom. <laughs> where ah, like you know they're, I still they're haven't seen it i haven't seen it either but i know the premise of the character where it's okay. like you know it's the two people the two uh, the uh, symbiote yeah they're symbiotic right. kind of it's two people inhabiting the same corpse basically um and they you know i i think at first um this the specter lvp kind of takes over and uh goes 100 percent, but then perhaps they come to a common understanding um, and they're still horrific murderers, but they're kind of on the same side now. Right. And that's what I was kind of getting at with this, too. It's like the LVP beco- literally becomes the MVP and figuratively mm-hmm. because he wants to exact revenge on these people. And he does that by murdering, which the MVP likes to do. 
Right. So they become the same person. Wouldn't he want to extract revenge on the MVP? He would. True. I mean, because he actually killed him. So why would so that? That's my only question: is if I'm the LVP and I'm now like in control of your body, and I'm like, now you're gonna go kill your mom because revenge. Uh, I mean, how how does the MVP and the LVP how do they align? Afterwards. Well, I think in this world, I think anybody who participates in this sporting game is in kind of their own their own space, you know, and I don't think that they can go out into the real world. I think they all inhabit like a building or a place or a stadium and they all live there and they don't really move out from there. So he can't go kill his family because there is no family. They're gladiators, basically. Okay. Hmm. So they have nothing to live for other than the game. Right. Gotcha. Right. And maybe and the and the MVP I think has like a nice suite. He's got all this fame or whatever. So like that's what they're working towards mm-hmm. or whatever. They're all quote unquote slaves like gladiators sure, were sure. but i mean there's also the prestige of if you're a really good gladiator like you get the better living arrangements you know okay mm, yeah so that's why i think he goes around killing his teammates because he is still in the mvp and he can only be in the mvp so if he kills himself like then it's done right you know? i think that's part of what keeps the LVP going there too. Right. It's like, if, if I want to get this done, I need this guy. And also right. he's got a pretty rockin' bod that's good for killing folks. Right. Mm. Right. Exactly. So what control does the MVP have at this point? Does he just, is he just kind of lucid and he's like, okay, I guess I'm, I'm doing this even though I have no control. Well, I like think he's a passenger and see, and, and I think so. I the think yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. At the beginning, like the first, maybe like four murders or something like that. He's like, why are you doing this or whatever? And four then murder. How high is your body count in this movie? <laughs> well, let's, I, I, I don't know. I guess I was thinking like they'd be like a baseball team. So there'd be like nine players. There'd be nine murders. I don't know. Hey, that's kind of fun. Okay. <laughs> Bottom of the fifth. Oh, and Johnson takes a knife to the back. He'll be walking home that way. I'm just kidding. He's dead. <laughs> yeah. So, may- okay, maybe not. That. I don't know. But anyways. Oh, it looks let's... like he got beat. looks like he's going to be walking to first base. Nope. The ball was spiked. He's dead. Oh, he's he's going to have to be dragged off the field. <laughs> so, I'd say, like, at the beginning, he's very... Hesitant, not hesitant. He's he's fighting it. He's fighting it because he's like, these are my teammates. Like, you should not be murdering them. What the heck? Like, I can't help myself or whatever. And there's just terror in his eyes as he's killing these people. But then he realizes, like, wait, I do actually enjoy killing because I've killed all these LVPs before. And he just lets it happen, I think. And that's when the LVP is also like, fuck, this guy is like enjoying this. Cause I Wait, why isn't this as hard as it was before? This guy's a creep. <laughs> right, right. And he's just like, because he's, he's still like, he's trying to do the whole like, I'll kill your family thing, but it's his teammates. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Okay. And then he's just realizing that this guy is enjoying it. And he's like, what, what the heck? And maybe a little part of him is like, what have I done? Like what? A I'm, part. I'm turning in, I'm literally turning, turning into, into him. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think I think the the trials they go through and everything of killing all these teens um, is going to help bring them closer together, uh, <laughs> and and that's when they'll reach that moment of realization. And as a, the kills get more brutal and brutal, then you're like, wait, I think we both really have something special here. <laughs> Thanks, Mean Joe. <laughs> His name should be Mean Joe. Oh my god. <laughs> 
You could do a fun hey, little parody in that. Yeah, I was just like the guy like throwing a machete at this little kid and stabbing him through the chest or whatever. <laughs> like it's it's framed exactly like that Pepsi or Coca Cola commercial. Oh and then it's just like Murder Games back on Sunday. <laughs> we know you want it. Yeah, <laughs> just a commercial. We we open the movie. Oh. With. All right, guys, we got one shot at this. The kid doesn't know, and we only he only lives <laughs> once, right? That's right. Oh my god! I can tell just like the guy from the commercial. 80. Oh. <laughs> Oh no! I'm gonna need this oh. towel now. Somebody put pressure on it, please. <laughs> oh gosh, they're so. They're, our podcast is just like so violent. child murders, so child beating up on we, each other, like chill. We go just. where Hollywood refuses to go. <laughs> we're we're exploring new ground right. here, Austin. That's right for the benefit of mankind. For the benefit of you hating children. Uh, yes. No, hey, now no. <laughs> Just don't have a desire to have any children right now. <laughs> right. They're difficult to deal with. That's right. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, but yeah, so, okay. But the the main thing that I want to get back to, though, is this sporting event is... I I like the imagery of the audience not getting super into it. Because I think a lot of these movies are like that murder or whatever. Gladiators, all the audience is like, yeah, People like murder or whatever. Yeah, yeah, sport. Yeah. Right. But I would, I think it would be even creepier if the people were just kind of apathetic, you know, like they did the golf club. Like he literally murders somebody there and they're just like, oh, yes, yes. Good, good job. Good. Yeah. Good. I don't know if they'd be, I think it'd be interesting if they weren't necessarily apathetic, but they were more just, it's like a golf game where it's like quiet everybody and like they just watch in silence. Yeah. And it's disrespectful yep. to say anything during yep. the game. So all this guy is like screaming out and like, you know, his hand is grasping for life and he's just looking at this crowd of people just blankly staring out at him and it's just silence. And then as he slowly starts to fade away, you can just hear the clap roar start to come in and and he's and he's he's on the green. On the green. And his hand is now on the green as well. That's four and a part. (laughs) But yeah, no, I yeah. I I think that would be it'd be creepy imagery. Yeah, it's good. I interesting. I think I've said this in the podcast before, but I think the the creepier thing is when the bystanders do nothing. Mm. You know, I think that's creepier than just like some maniac going and murdering people. It's when there's somebody going out murdering people, but then the people who also see it don't do anything. Sure. They just watch it happen. Sure. Kind of like a running man. Mm-hmm. Commentary on society and the commentary is wake up, sheeple. Right. <laughs> exactly. When isn't that the commentary <laughs> on society? <laughs> True. True. But yeah, no, and and that's you know, the, the thing. I don't imply to me. <laughs> and and this this movie is not going to get into how the game is just fucked up and how these people who are watching it are fucked up. Like that's that's a whole other thing. It's like I think we're maybe <laughs> who knows. But I think we're we're just focusing on these particular people and how they have morphed into one another. But I think how it starts out is we start out. If let's say let's say it is hunting and it starts out with somebody just running from this person. He's just running and running and then that end shot is him. He finds him and he just pulls up the gun or maybe he takes a machete to his head. I don't know. Maybe he does that. You know what? We're going to make this more gruesome than that. Sorry, mom, if you're listening to this. We're, or he's going to take a knife and he's literally going to behead him. And he's just gonna like hold up the head, and then blood, you hear the blood, and then you hear the, <laughs> and then you hear the golf clap, 
Oh, uh, that's that's the opening shot. That's good. Right. Because you're like, oh my, oh man, a horrific murder, and it's like, what a golf clap. Right. What is this? Yeah. Right. At first, you're thinking it's it. just the the most dangerous game. You're like, oh, so it's an adaptation of the most dangerous game again. <laughs> again. <laughs> and, oh. then, and then you realize, no, it's not. <laughs> But yeah, so that so that first the first guy who gets killed isn't the actual LVP that ends up like becoming oh, the I MVP. See. He's just somebody else. So we get we get the feel, we get what's going the on. The setup. We get the setup, we get the setting, we get the world. Yeah, sure. And then we also see and so okay, so the eating part. <laughs> yeah, let's let's dive into the we're, eating we're part a little bit. We're going to dive into the yeah, cannibalism. That, that took a left here. turn. Sorry, the cannibalism. No, because this is happening afterwards. So what I also envision for the cannibalism is that this would be at a fancy dinner party after oh. the games. In He's which, not just ripping his heart out of his chest and eating it in the grass like an ape. Yeah, not fresh. No. Well, maybe maybe that happens. Maybe maybe during the games he takes the heart and eats it, but then the rest of the body is then cooked and served. Oh, gross. Okay. Yes. No. I don't know. I, I like it if he if he kills him, and maybe he has the urge to just go super primal because he's just a killer all his life, and then like a bunch of men in very fine pressed white suits because they don't give a shit and they have the money to get new ones if they get blood on them come out, retrieve the body, and then later it's served at a fancy feast for the champions. Right. Okay. Mm. So we're on the same page. Fancy then, feast, right? Yeah. Fancy feast. Fancy feast. No matter what. Also, what does that imagery look like? So I'm. Not thinking like a roasted pig, but it's human. No, I'm literally thinking like you big elaborate <laughs> silver trays and heads in there, or whatever, and just the yeah, whole just nine yards. The whole nine yards. Well, maybe the head and maybe the rest of it is just put into like a giant blender, and it's like a it's like a gumbo or a chili, but it's oh, just the human goo. That's novel. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Human goo oh, plus head. pudding and goo. <laughs> yeah, the pudding. <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> I'd watch Bill Cosby play Gladiator games. Gross! Oh, gross! <laughs> God, not timely. Not timely. Not timely. <laughs> no. Okay. You can make all the pudding puff jokes you want. As soon as you suggest he gets back into the line of work, nah. -uh. Nah. -uh. No, 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 no. Literally just to be a gladiator, so I can just watch him fail. Oh. oh, oh. Him versus Kevin Spacey. No, no. This yeah. is not a pro Bill Cosby rant. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Oof. Woof. Any hoozles. Any hoozles. Okay. Um, so. Can I propose a turning point? Turning point. Yes. So we've established this happens. Uh, he gets possessed by this LVP Spectre. Um, Which comes in like fairly long into the movie, I think. Is it? I thought it would be within the first 10, 15 minutes. Oh, no, 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 no. no? I'm thinking that we, we establish the world. And then they have the game, and then he kills the LVP. And but we're in like we're in half an hour range. Okay. By the time he figures out that he's possessed. All right, that I works. I think. Um. So then they kill a couple teens, and they realize the joy of it all and everything. And then, <laughs> um, I think the big thing is once they kind of realize, hey, we have some common cause here. We've gone through all this. Um, they realize that the fact that this cannibalistic specter uh, has uh, in, like infested him is starting to like rot away at his flesh and like set some of it's starting to like slough off a little bit and they realize in order to accomplish their goal they've got to like do it quick they've got to kill them all quick because their time on this earth is limited oh 
Wait, wait, come again? People are just dying quickly now in the future? No, 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 no. The reason the MVP is dying quickly is because he got possessed by this, like, horrid specter. And he's kind of zombifying and, like, falling apart. I see. Thoughts? That'd be kind of interesting, like the uh, snake shedding its skin and becoming the new, or the the butterfly and the, the chrysalis and the, you know, the whole what was once this becomes this change in nature Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking of maybe, maybe somebody in the audience had money down on this because everybody gambles in the future and they're all upset that their guy lost and they're upset that the other one is going to keep winning and they're all creepy and culty. And so they pay off one of the workers who's making the meal to do some really, really creepy like voodoo magic stuff to the heart before it's served knowing that the MVP is going to eat it. Which is supposed to be like, we just get a, like a Necronomicon and the, the curse is going to kill the MVP, but instead it, it doesn't. Mm. It's the guy possessing him. Uh, maybe the... Thoughts. Otherwise, unless you just want him to literally just get possessed for no reason and not explain it, which is fine. I just was curious which route you wanted to go. Right. Whichever. I'm right. game for either. Cookie magic spell works. Cookie magic spell. Cookie. Well, maybe it's, it's a cookie, cookie magic spell that goes wrong, and then f- the LVP realizes that he's in the MVP body. Mm-hmm. After like a kill or two in or something, or what? That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like, no, like, right the L- like the LVP, like, I don't know, maybe we can shoot it in the fact that like it's like waking up and you think you're the LVP, and then he looks in the mirror. I know that's like a freaking comedy trope but like it's still <laughs> i'm the crypt keeper <laughs> right speaking of jamie lee <laughs> love that movie i don't even care if it probably wasn't as good as the original but who cares <laughs> there was one before Lindsay lohan and jamie lee curtis uh yeah that was a remake <laughs> yeah. freaky friday freaky nothing friday. in life is sacred <laughs> <laughs> nope oh. uh oh Lindsay. You used to be so cool. You were a rising star. <laughs> tisk, tisk. Tisk, tisk. <laughs> but maybe, I don't know, maybe that's too dumb that it, it, he wakes up and looks in the mirror and he's just not What himself. if the MVP has brown eyes and then when he wakes up, all of a sudden he has the blue eyes that the MV, LVP had? Just a subtle thing maybe like a that? Subtle, well, and, ah. that's, and that's why I wanted to have this in in a half an hour because I think we also need to set up who the LVP was before he was in the MVP's body. Sure. You know, I think we need to give him some personality traits that show up in the MVP. Sure. Later, which is then oh, that's good. the audience connects like, Oh shit. He's like, he's, he's being possessed. He is that person. Maybe the LVP is just a little bit more careful in his decision making and what is seen as weakness is just him being trying to be strategic, whereas the MVP is just literally this mad dog of a brute just runs at everything, mm-hmm. whereas the LVP is a little bit more slow, right. a little bit more methodical. Right. And, Which is perhaps better suited to murder, not so much to that weird gladiator Yeah, sports. yeah. Kind of like how an, an right. aged man going deer hunting will walk walk out to the deer stand, you know, and be very calm, whereas like the new guy who just gets to hunt that first year and sprint out there with right. his rifle kind of thing. Right. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, and like you said, he's like, he's realizing that he's got this giant body now and he's like, mm-hmm. I could do some damage with this. Mm-hmm. And fuck over all of these players from the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> Friggin' Pats. Friggin That's right. Pats. 
And so, yeah, and then he goes in, I think the MVP is a little shocked, and he's like, why am I doing this? I don't want to do this, or whatever. And then he just realizes that he has a knack for killing, because he's been doing it all his life, and he just lets it happen. The LVP? No, the MVP lets it happen. The MVP lets it happen. The LVP is just like, I want to murder literally every single one of these players. Maybe the MVP doesn't notice it because the way the game structure works is you do have a team, but it's also an individual sport at the same time. So friendly fire isn't necessarily bad per se. Oh, you're thinking this happens in the game. Maybe he doesn't notice for like the first three. He's like, God, I'm just kicking ass today, you know. Or something. I don't know. Actually, that would be interesting that the first kind of murders are during the game. So, like, nobody really notices. No. Mm. And, like, just us, the audience, kind of notices that, like, yeah. he's acting differently. Like, the big difference is, like, he gets done and, like, maybe in the beginning, because you show him killing another guy, like, one of his, his traits is, like, spiking whatever weapon he has into the ground or into a tree or into another person and just, like you know thump chessing or something but in this time like he just like kind of does a weird like he had a hiccup like just kind of jolts his whole body and doesn't move and his eyes kind of do the quizzical thing and we just look down and you can see his fist just like still holding the knife and like also you can just see his grip get even tighter on that knife and like doesn't throw it and doesn't yeah and it looks like he's like trying to shake it out or something and he finally gets it out and he has like one of those saving private ryan like my hand is kind of messed up moments and then just kind of shrugs it off but then the second time he's unable to you know, will his hand to open and release the knife. And so the LVP is total control and begins the murder rampage. Hmm. Right. And that, then I, but I think that I, I think that most of the murder should happen off field. Sure. Yeah. Um, I think this is, this is that point where we, the audience figure out that he is not the, the same person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only the first like two should be tournament legal. Right. Yeah. Right. And then it becomes a killing spree on off the field. And then yeah, and then at the end I think they both just realize that they're actually the same person and they're both horrible. <laughs> I'd like to go into some metaphysical psychological thing where at the very, very end we find out that they literally are not who they once were. They're they're now a completely new entity that is one. Mm. It's not like two people mm-hmm. sharing the same skull. It's just a whole brand new one person. Yep. I like that. I like that too. That's a, that's a good logical conclusion to that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and creepy. Ooh. Yeah. And you don't know what's going to happen next. No. Which the, then oh, leaves it off for the sequel. Exactly. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Yeah, because then you'd become basically a monster by the end of it because the LVP has this whole redemption arc going on and he's like, I'm going to kill all these people and then I'm going to get out of here and I'm going to do, I don't know, anything else or whatever. And the MVP is just trying to fight for control of the body and it's this whole tug of war thing and it looks like the LVP is gaining more and more ground and then it just gets to the end and the LVP just like doesn't have half the memories he used to and like can't remember his name and blah, blah, blah and... I don't know, completely and different it, and person. And it's just literally, yeah, some new... New thing. thing. Yeah. Mm. New thing. No, I, I like that. And I think, because we, we sympathize with the LVP during this, but I think his murders bit. get more and more gruesome to where you're just like, 
Yeah. This is this is wrong. Like, yeah, okay, these people did wrong. Like he's before, taking it really like, far. He's taking it very far. Yeah. Can Didn't, I uh I might be jumping the gun here, but can I suggest the last and final climactic set piece? Oh, you you go for it. I mean, we've I think we've kind of established what yeah, yeah. what happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, like, it, it gets more and more gruesome, and then he figures out, oh, I'm kind of not even the same person's people at all right. anymore. And I think the thing that does it is, um, like, some kind of, like, teeth-nashy contraption, right? Like, maybe, like, a, like some, yeah, something like a, like like a, trap? a factory, like a chomp-chomp thing, or, like, um, a wood chipper type of thing sure. that, like, you can move around. Like, something really cool and kind of iconic. That also is a ham-fisted metaphor for cannibalism. Mm. Like, <laughs> sure, right, right. Yeah, and I think that's what. And like, it's it's the last person, and it's maybe you know the person that uh, either the MVP or the LVP was like closest to, um, or at least as cl- you know, I th- close as it could be, closest, and, then, and maybe somebody who's like not a terrible person, like is not there by his own will, and he's just on this team just because he got picked there. Yeah, maybe, yeah. And maybe like, it was a friend of his because like they're both near the bottom. They're both considered right. to be LVP for a while. Right, right, right. And, he, and then he, he kills him. Yeah, yeah. And he's oh my gosh, and he gets gnashed up, and then that's when you see the final dregs of humanity slip away. Yep. We have just complete hysteria. Starts off as crying, turns into laughter, and then ends in just utter stone cold nothingness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep and then they can take the the rest of those movies and do like five six sequels to oh gosh yeah. you know that'll be the character from then on out That's no more right. development from there exactly nothing <laughs> <laughs> yep yep no, no spin that way. off kill him off resurrect him no if we're making sequels, him, put him in space nope if we're making <laughs> make sequels. him get married do whatever you want. MVP takes men. Have a TV series where he's not even in the darn TV series. Just the title of it. <laughs> no, if we if we make sequels, he is dying for good in the second. One. Not until he meets the Wolfman. MVP H two O. Yep. Twenty years later. <laughs> no. <laughs> Freaking a. MVP versus Jason. <laughs> People would probably watch that. Yeah, probably. Versus Leatherface. Versus he sounds like a Jason-esque character by the end of by it. By the end of it, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so yeah, he... Okay. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Oh, by the way... Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first ever... Uh, well, not first ever. We've done this before, but Design Corner. We've done this before? I don't know. We did something like this before. We've had our fair share of corners. Was it's I fine. there? Was I in this corner? I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. No, because that that was the episode where we had literally like four corners. One was a Kanye so explain corner. to me and the audience at home what design corner is. Basically, design corner is just gonna take a setting in our movie, and we are going to design that setting mm. using architectural methods. Well, sort of. Metaphors. I mean, this is all. Metaphors. This is all audio. <laughs> Who wants to take care of permitting at the city? <laughs> like I said, sort of. <laughs> Anywho, so I was thinking, how does this arena slash gladiators quarters look? Well, there has to be a room for the teeth gnashing machine, so that's in there somewhere. <laughs> True. There must be a factory portion of the stadium. True. Um. <laughs> I was thinking that, okay, so you have like a normal Coliseum-like stadium. Yeah. Right? And you got the stands or whatever, and maybe like only like a quarter of the stands actually 
seats people because this is a high society game not a whole lot of spectators you know okay yeah yeah. okay so you got a corner of the seating and that corner of the seating goes up into like boxes you know where even more fancier richer people are in right okay they're pretty glassy this whole arena has just got smooth corners very white very pristine looking because it's contrasting what goes on inside, which is just a gruesome blood fest. Now, is there like a forest of trees in the middle and like they have a series of cameras that go up on jumbotrons or like how does this like hunt Hunger happen? Games thing? Are kind we of. doing, did we figure out, is it hunt? Is, are, are we hunting? I mean, that's the only premise we've kind of ran with so far. Okay. Well, we also did talk about how it was just like basically the guy at the other end and the other guy at the other end and you just like shoots him. I too. thought it was going to be more like a convoluted sport and there'd be like a, a floor mat that kind of looks like basketball, but lines and things that don't make any sense because it's not a real sport. And there are really weird rules to it that don't make sense, but, mm. but do kind of. They're chucking the ball around like a rugby yeah, thing. Yeah, like maybe you have that, that center line, kind of like a dodgeball stadium right. where it's just like everybody has to stay on their own half, but there's some weird rules where it's like if he does this one thing, he can go on this half or what? I don't know. Like, I just no, think no, it'd be no, really no. interesting I, if it I, was I, like a sport and like you yep. show little kids collecting like killer cards. Isn't this cool, man? <laughs> right, right. No, I, I I like that idea. And yeah, I like the whole just like convoluted lines thing because we as the audience have no idea what they're doing. No. I don't think we yeah, ever get what they're goop. doing. Who cares? Yeah. And then maybe at the end, the hunt, like holographic trees come up or some, or some sort of obstacles, oh. you know? So it's like, it's more of a game. Maybe it's like a, it's a three trimester game because we can't call it anything different because quarters were taken, innings were taken. <laughs> right. So it's a three trimester game. The first trimester and the last trimester. trimester are very similar. The middle trimester is the one that breaks everything up. The, the You know, hockey has three periods. No, no, no. We have to have <laughs> trimesters. <laughs> All right. It's creepy. Okay, it's sure. It's like, why is it like a woman? Oh, it's like a school or something. Yeah. Right. Anyway, it's, um, it's maternal sport. That's what I was saying. Yeah, it's like a it's like a woman carrying a baby. But um, yeah, so maybe like one of the trimesters is a very different looking thing. I mean, kind of like track and field. Right. There's a track, but there's also like the high jump pits, yeah. the, the throwing areas. Oh, sure, yeah. So like it's like and now we'll move to the the slaughter forest for the second trimester of the. This is a weird sport, everybody, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, Ooh, then I'd like that quarter to like turn. Trimester. No, 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 no. The quarter of the stadium that actually is housing people to rotate on the axis, which is a tower, by the way, where the gladiators stay, or at least the good gladiators stay is in this it on tower. Like a big steel like thing, and it just kind of like is slowly making its way up, making roller coaster car sounds. Right, right. <laughs> and then it turns, and then it goes to the other part of the stadium where the hunt is. Mm. Okay. The hunt yeah. is afoot. All right. And that was Design Corner, everyone. Design. Right. Design. Design. Okay. Um, well, now that that segment is all finished and wrapped up, how about we go on to our more traditional segment of casting? Faux show. Cue the music. And we're back. And we've got some nice, ripe, juicy 
Halloween casting for you today. I think... You bet. I think today, I'll start off. Wow. It's bold. It's a bold choice. Bold. Let's let's see how it goes. It's going to be nice and bold. Stick the landing, Robert. We're all all listening. Today, I cast the MVP. Um, Perhaps the titular MVP. No, you know what? That's maybe not a good name for the movie. Who knows? Um, But the The MVP is... The titular MVP. That wouldn't be the name. It's not going to be called... It's like the Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man. Just like the Amazing Spider-Man. It's the titular MVP. The titular MVP. It's my new superhero. No. Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I cast the MVP, the beefcake, the big f- frickin', uh, like large hunk dude. And right. um, so I chose to cast Henry Cavill. Yep. Okay. Dude... I know it was a safe choice, but it just it was for. But can he? But wait, do wait, 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 wait. Are we talking Henry Cavill or Henry Cavill with a mustache? <laughs> Very different. Nate <laughs> must be specified. We're talking Henry Cavill with a mustache. Oh damn! I mean, then he can do horror. Yeah, yeah then, he can then do then horror. That's all he needs. He is terrifying with that mustache on. It would be. I. This would be interesting. Yeah, I don't know if he could do it, but maybe. I don't know. I think he could. I think he's got the range. He is. Some might, some might even say that he film. has super range. He is in another Shut horror the fuck film. Up. <laughs> is he in a horror film? Yeah, what's he in? Hellraiser 3. He's in Hellraiser 3? Really? Sure. Don't quote me. Do not quote but me. But not as like an evil guy. I is he assume. a fucking Cenobite? What? I, no, I think he's one of the victims. But maybe. Yeah. Nah, I think he's just a victim. I can't huh. remember. Like Johnny Depp in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, yep. Just kind of like, oh, that's Johnny Depp. Oh, and now he's gone. And there he's dead. Spoilers <laughs> for Nightmare on Elm Street. He's in the original. For those of you who haven't seen. <laughs> yes, Austin. Johnny Depp is in the very first. Nightmare I don't know. Street. Maybe he is. I don't no, know. He is. Johnny Depp no, he is. is. We're, we're saying that. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, he is. No, no, He I, is in the first Nightmare I on Elm Street. I have told you many times, and people who listen you love to this horror. podcast. You love watching no, horror. I do not Bloody watch horror and movies. Guts. It's the spooky time of year, Faustin. Yeah. What you are you know, watching? Christmas you, movies? Uh, you know what I'm watching? Halloween fucking town and Hocus Pocus. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, okay. You have to specify Halloween before. town or Halloween town 2 Calabar's Revenge. Both. Same. Because the only one you cannot watch is Return to Halloween, Halloween Town. Because that's when they didn't hire the grandma character back because they were too cheap. That and What's-Her-Face is not the Oh, character. they changed the main changed a- character the main actress. actress. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. It was that. awful. It was awful. And then I just rewatched Hocus Pocus and I just remembered why it's so great. Ugh. Love it. Austin, who'd you cast? Okay. <laughs> I cast the LVP. And I The ca- least valuable player. Yes. And I cast Rami Malik. Well, oh. look at you. Yeah, I know. We were literally just talking we about were. it. But I was like... But was, it works, though. It really but does. But it works. And I was yeah. thinking about it because I'm like, he's got the eye, like piercing eyes. He does. He really drives that home. Piercing eyes, which you can definitely bring up later. And the flashes of like the MVP's eyes or whatever. And I think that he could play a I mean, he plays basically this role in iRobot. Really. A spindly little nerd. A spindly little nerd who like he just he can connect things and huh. he has a plan for everything, you know? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 
Rami Malek's been in horror before too. He, yeah, he, he has. He he. he. Until he dawn what? the video game. Oh. No, he's, he's really that, good at that. Does is. that count? He's mocaps oh, to shit. God, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they performed okay. every scene. Yeah, it's it's like half a movie, honestly. Yeah. You watch most of it. Hey, man, I'm not complaining. No, I wasn't either. It was pretty game. Real pretty game. Fun. But yeah. Choices mattered. Yeah, they did. They did. Take note, Telltale. Oh, wait. Don't take note, because you're no longer a video game company. Oh. All right, Nate, who on earth do you have left for us? So... Obviously, we mainly discussed the LVP and the MVP of this movie, but obviously we needed another person to cast. Well, I did. They didn't need one. So we will be putting in an announcer character that can kind of narrate things and will be doing a lot of the speaking roles, yes, as as murder is happening. And I didn't want to go full golf allegory and I didn't want to go full sports allegory. So I tried to stay away from those typical, like, yeah, live from New York City, you know, like right. no, super I, bombastic. I, good. Right. But I wanted good. someone distinct and I wanted somebody that you might remember and it might be kind of creepy in this context because I don't think he's ever done anything like this ever. But I chose Rob Paulson and you don't know who that is, but you've probably heard of Pinky in the Brain. Yes. He is Pinky. Uh, or he's also Yakko uh, from Animaniacs, and he's yeah. also Carl Weezer from Jimmy Neutron. Oh, of course. Oh, my gosh. And I just think his naturally slightly higher vocal pitch would be a little unnerving as he's describing someone getting brutally murdered. That would be interesting, that just juxtaposition. Plus, I mean, he could do any kind of different voice he wanted because he's great. Right. So. And it looks like he's taking the knife and all. Oh. He got it right in there. That's three quarters of a blade. <laughs> Narf. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yes. Well, perfect. Sweet. I uh, I think we've made a pretty spooky Halloween movie today, gentlemen. Spooky. Um. All right. It's been a while. Let's see if I can do this. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um. Be sure to rate and review us on iTunes and Apple Podcasts and everything. Um, that type of thing really helps us out. Not just Apple Podcasts, any any podcast catcher that you're using. That's a good clarification. Thank you, Austin. Yeah, no problem. Um, also, uh, do not forget that all of our music comes from Nike Schneid. You can find all of his stuff at uh, soundcloud.com slash Nike Schneid. Um, and since we're back, feel free, as always, to uh, email or tweet us. Um, you can find us at uh, Cinemarks. Not Karl Marx. That's uh, Cinema R-C-H-S uh, at Twitter and Gmail and everywhere else. All right. This has been Cinema Architects. I'm Robbie. I'm Austin. Here lies Nathan. Rip polar bears. <laughs> Yo, Lord, that is really scary. <laughs>